Hi, everyone. Thanks for tuning in to this week's Stacker Chat. The Stacks 2.0 blockchain launched earlier this year, bringing apps and smart contracts to Bitcoin. My name is Gina Abrams. I've been in the Stacks ecosystem for four years. And today I'm joined by Trevor Owens, managing partner at the Stacks Accelerator. How are you, Trevor? Thanks so much for, for joining us today. I'm doing great, Gina. Thanks for having me. Always a pleasure. Absolutely. Now you're calling in from Seoul, is that correct? Yep, South Korea, uh, Gangnam, Seoul. You know, Gangnam style. So that's where I'm, that's where I'm based right now. <laughs> awesome. Cool. Well, just to learn a little bit more about the Stacks Accelerator, it invests in amazing teams building Web 3.0 businesses on Stacks and Bitcoin. And in a previous life, um, Trevor helped grow the lean startup movement and was an advisor to Stacks all the way back in 2013. Um, Trevor, to start, I'd love to hear a quick intro and a little bit about what pulled you back into the Stacks ecosystem. Yeah, so um, I've spent about a decade in um, working with early stage startup companies, created the first training program on lean startup methodologies, working with Eric Reese. Um, and kind of taking like everything he talked about in his book and distilling it into like a, a three-day boot camp over the weekend and bringing in a lot of great mentors. Um, and I um, built my own company around that. So we built a company called Javelin, which was helping distill that process into like a step-by-step -step for entrepreneurs. It was a SaaS product. We raised money from Techstars and Upfront Ventures and a, a bunch of great in, in VCs. And that was around the time that I uh, first met uh, Manib and um, learn about Stacks. And I actually had been friends with Ryan for a couple of years before that, but you know they were just getting started. I remember they were actually working on some other things before that, like they were thinking about uh, medical health records and um, they were building a marketing tool. And then they kind of really got super into like Bitcoin. And I remember I first like talking to the Bitcoin, like talking to them um, made me buy my first Bitcoin in 2013. And like, you know, I threw a lot of, like, I'm a very skeptical person by nature, you know? So back then I was throwing them a lot of like, well, you know, questions and reasons why I didn't think like just to understand Bitcoin. And I wasn't like immediate, like, oh, this is great, you know? But then like talking to them, like they knew everything, like, and they'd only been, you know, looking into it for a few months, but they'd read like the white paper, they looked at the source code. And I was like, all right, this is awesome. And so I started buying Bitcoin. That was when it went from like a hundred to like a thousand. And um, I always knew that they like a rock star team and we're going to do great things. Um, but when 2017 came around, I kind of actually, um, with my company, like they went to Y Combinator. I helped them with their initial Y Combinator application, helped introduce them some of the early investors like Mike Galvin Diddy and others and coached them on the fundraising process. Um, but then, you know, I, uh, like moved to SF and, you know, they were in my comrade and they came back to New York. So I didn't really keep up with it as much after they had like raised the initial round of funding. And I always followed what they were doing, um, during the ICO craze. I wasn't really, that was kind of a, not, I wasn't really into that. I thought like, Hey, this is like a lot of speculation. I always believed that there's potential value in blockchain, but I didn't see that like value to the end users. So I, so like, I'm that type of person where I, I want to see like end users getting value from something that initial product market fit. And then like, I get really excited about it. And I didn't see that until really January of this year. And the primary reason that I started even looking back into it is because Stacks 2.0 launched. 
And, you know, then I started reading up on it. I want to know everything about uh, what had changed with Stacks. And I started reading about um, NFTs and DeFi. And I was like, oh my God, this is like real. Users are getting value. It's, it's, it, can't be re- it can't be replicated in a centralized manner. Like it really makes a huge difference to, to the application of blockchain technology. And so then I started looking into stacks like more in more depth. And I, and like the more I looked into it, I was like, I can't believe like what the team has pulled off. I was like this, if you, if you look at the context of the whole space and how stacks enable smart contracts on top of Bitcoin and really comparing Bitcoin and Ethereum and like Bitcoin is like this rock solid store of value and it's decentralized, it's leaderless. Like no one knows who Satoshi Makamoto is. And you compare that to like Ethereum where, yeah, there's smart contracts, a lot of interesting applications and values being created, but it's, um, you know, driven by uh, like Vitalik Buterin and some of the leaders there and some of the history of it about like, there was this hack with the DAO and then they like reversed it. And there were people who, who benefited more from that. And a lot of people were against it. And now Ethereum is moving to proof of stake and proof of stake, uh, you know, doesn't really fit with my values in the sense that all the power is going to the largest token holders. It's like the wealthiest users who get to make the decisions rather than this really decentralized model in Bitcoin where anyone can run a node on a Raspberry Pi and like there's more decentralization. And then I connected the dots between while wow, Stacks can, can fix the problems with Bitcoin while keeping the great things about the decentralization, using it as a sediment layer, enabling any type of smart contracts and it's scalable, it's energy efficient. I was like, this is the this is the greatest thing, and this is gonna you know has huge upside potential. So I was so I reached out to like Patrick and Maneeb. I was also um, on the board of of Damon. So actually, I had been keeping up with like what Zan was doing and Damon, but I didn't have the big picture until Stacks 2.0 launched. And so I was just like, if I have a if I have opportunity to go on in this, I would love to. And then, um, you know the the team Maneeb and. Patrick and the foundation uh, wanted to do an accelerator. And they said to me, Hey, can you, can you kick this off in a few months? And, you know, we need to have, we need to start the program in like a month and a half or two months. And can you have a demo day before the end of the summer? I was like, no, but I'll do it. <laughs> so that's, that's a long, the long story. Yeah. Yeah. Uh- that's an incredible story and, and journey that, that's brought us here today. Um, yeah, to, to that point, um, watching the Stacks Accelerator come together was incredibly fascinating and quick moving. Um, I guess I'm, I would love to hear a little bit more about that journey and um, how the Stacks Accelerator came to life and maybe what's been the most surprising in the process. Yeah, so I feel um, really. Uh, I think obviously I feel lucky. I feel grateful. Um, you know, we really decided to go in in this like April, like April 1st and we did a press release April 15th. And then we got, um, around 300 applications for different companies. And my initial success criteria was to invest in eight companies. And, you know, I was kind of like getting off, getting off the ground. I'm like worried, like how are we going to get enough companies? And then just the demand was way higher than we expected. Um, I got a huge help from, of course, all of the the ecosystem entities and everybody in the ecosystem and the Stacks Foundation. And we had more good companies than we could take. Like we took 25 companies, 
we had to say we had to delay acceptance for some companies we wanted to take till the next program. And um, you know, I I couldn't be happier with the the group that we've got. We have some really amazing founders, really passionate founders. Um, we pulled off a sneak peek demo day last week. So we had kind of like internal demo day. We had just invited some investors who are, you know, smaller investors, like a hundred K checks and less. And we invited, um, all of our mentors. We're actually, um, have a mentor network approaching like a hundred different mentors. Now we initially were going to do, we were looking at our success career was 50 mentors. So we exceeded on that. And then I haven't done a virtual demo day before during COVID. So that was uh, concerning, but I think like we pulled it off fantastically. I'm really proud of all the teams and um, we're doing another demo day that we're going to open up to everybody. Like more than 500 investors will be inviting to um, two demo days. So one in September 1st, one September 8th. And the teams, I think they closed around a million dollars in extra capital across different teams uh, on the sneak peek demo day, like immediately. It was just last week. And so... Yeah, the teams are doing fantastic. Um, great group of people, exciting businesses, solving real problems for customers. And uh, yeah, every day I wake up, I I feel tired, but I feel happy, and that gets me going. And even though I'm tired, I you know I have tons of energy. <laughs> That's incredible. Yeah, I don't want to make anyone jealous, but it was so mind blowing to see that sneak peek demo day. Um, and I can't wait for for these companies sort of to to debut um, more publicly soon. Um, yeah. So yeah, I guess I'd love to hear a little bit more about what you're most excited for in this first cohort, these 25 teams. Um, and I'm also curious, you know, as you're thinking about this program long term, um, what are you looking for in terms of sort of the the next cohorts? Yeah, so I think one of the things that I love about Stacks is I feel that that the the decisions made and are really based on a fundamental like core values around really making the internet better, um, about allowing anyone to own their identity, data, and wealth. And I think like one of the reasons I did this accelerator is not just because I thought the tech was great. I mean, that's probably the the first criteria, right? Um, having been able to see um, the team over almost a decade, like how they've conducted themselves and how they've made decisions along the way was another point of it. And then coming into the ecosystem and like interacting with different entities and seeing how collaborative those entities were together and how easily they um, were able to like, in like work professionally and work towards like a, a, a bigger goal really made me like fall in love with, with the ecosystem. So kind of like expanding that to a broader coalition of all these different companies. Like, I think the, the goal of the accelerator is like, we started with our, our LPs are four different entities in the, in the ecosystem, but like in the future, um, like every company that we're accelerating is now an ecosystem entity and they're a part of this ecosystem. And we're all joined by this mission of really providing, um, uh, an internet where, you know, people have real control of their lives and real freedom, and it's a more meritocratic and uh, society. I think that gives me a lot of hope personally, because, you know, we're living in a time where power is becoming more and more centralized. And we feel like we're moving towards that cyberpunk dystopia. But I feel like uh, Stacks and the crypto community, um, especially around Bitcoin, is bringing us towards a better future. And, you know, there's of course, like people are saying like, oh, like there's this energy debate, right? 
that's like in the media. I don't think it's the complete story. And I see a lot of potential for Bitcoin to be a positive force for renewable energy. In fact, we invested in a company called Sustainable Bitcoin Standard, which is actually even making that happen faster and tracking that and transparency so that Bitcoin can be used to make renewable energy adoption happen much faster. But I feel like we're able to bring the world to a place where instead of a cyberpunk dystopia, it's like a solar punk utopia. So I think that's that's what I'm excited about. That's a great quote. I'm going to use that. Um, cool. And yeah, I guess you've mentioned before in terms of the types of businesses that you look for. Um, I believe high stakes was one way that, that you've put it in the past. Um, I'd love to hear a little bit more about what you feel like is sort of a high stakes business. What is potentially a good fit for the SACS Accelerator? Yeah. So, I mean, high stakes is a very simple way to think about it. I mean, it involves really like DeFi is high stakes. It's people's money. It's their savings. It's their future, really. Like, And, you know, um, we're, we invest in a company called Tontine, which is doing uh, disrupting pensions and making a better model for pensions, which is when people retire and, you know, they the, wor- the worst thing happening when you retire is that your pension runs out and then you have 20 years left to live. But instead, they're they're creating a new model. They have created a new model where that allows people to have an income for the rest of their lives. And so that's something, and people are holding a lot of their money in these pensions. That's like something that's really high stakes. But I think um, another way to think about it is just simply use cases that that blockchain really matters for. So anything where there's like high stakes like that, like holding people's money, you don't want to trust a centralized authority, um, lack of trust. Like also we have a company called Higher Vibes where they are actually enabling um, referrals for job candidates in a way that um, I think is is not possible in a centralized manner because it allows like crowdsourcing of finding job candidates for your um, for your company. You want to hire a developer, you post it on the Higher Vibes job board and then an army of recruiters or even individuals acting as recruiters can get a bounty through the smart contract for your to, to recommend you the right employee. And so if you were doing that um, in a centralized manner, like there's so many steps that get in your way. Like the recruiter has to have a real contract with your company. They have to check in on the candidate, make sure they got hired. They have to go through bureaucracy and see if there's, uh, make sure they get paid. But when it's done in a smart contract and um, and it's transparent, like they can just have confidence that they're gonna get paid and they found an innovative way to make it so that they can uh, get, like assure that the recruiter is going to get paid if that person gets placed through the smart contract. And so that just cuts out all of the steps in the process uh, and allows companies to crowdsource in a much bigger way when they're looking for referrals for jobs. So things where like the decentralization, the smart contract aspect of it really makes it much more efficient or makes it much more trusted is kind of the ideas that we're looking for. But the idea is not even the most important thing. It's really about the team. And um, the idea is kind of like just an IQ test on the team to see like if they if they have a really bad idea, you know, um, maybe it's maybe it's, it could be us that we're not seeing it, or you know, it's that um, it shows that the team has promise if they've figured out something like this. But so that's why we're we're really looking at the individuals that they have the technical skills to execute, that they're full-time committed, that they're passionate, that they um, also mix with the the values of the Stacks ecosystem. 
that they are guided by a sense of purpose that, you know, we always ask them like, first question, why blockchain? Second question, why stacks? You know, and so if they understand stacks, they, they see why stacks is, um, they're going to have an advantage by building on stacks instead of another blockchain, then that's a really positive uh, s- signal for us. Excellent. Um, now, I'm curious from your standpoint, you know, you're an entrepreneur and now you're creating this network for entrepreneurs to sort of succeed in, in the Stacks ecosystem. Um, and I'm curious to hear your perspective in terms of sort of crypto or Stacks particularly. You know, what do you think are some of the things that might be holding talent back from entering the space? And um, I guess, how are you hoping to sort of solve that, that problem to the Stacks Accelerator? Yeah, so I honestly think it's just early. And I think like some of the the media narrative and some of like the history of like with ICOs, I mean, listen, there's a lot of fluff in the space, like no doubt about it, but there's also a ton of amazing things happening. And so it's not always easy to see through that fluff and see through that stuff to see the the, the gold. I mean, I think of us like we're the, we're stacks of our team, we're in the river panning for gold, you know, like looking for these teams and finding, identifying the, the diamonds in the rough that, um, and so I think it's early. I think a lot of, uh, the history of the space with ICOs has kind of hurt the, the idea of it, but if people, when people actually look at it with, with open eyes and with an open mind, and you actually see what's happening in the space around like the real value to end users, I think it becomes obvious that, that, um, blockchain technology has turned the corner. Like for, for me seeing that was like, you know, when, when, uh, alpha go beat the world number one player in go Lisa doll, it was like, it, cha- it, it was a moment that taught everybody like AI can do something that we thought it couldn't before deep learning can do something we thought it couldn't before, because people had predicted for years that computers could never beat uh, like a human at go. And here you have, uh, an AI beating the, the world's number one player for me, seeing that blockchain provides more value to users than centralized services uh, is that same like watershed moment. Um, so I think people are going to be catching up soon. And also I think really actually COVID was a huge boost to Bitcoin, of course, because of the government's printing tons of money and inflation. And people just started to see like a, a lot of the value in Bitcoin is just because uh, the inflation and it's growing relative to the dollar. And that's a real, a real problem that I think cryptocurrencies can help solve. Um, now, just to touch back a little bit on one of the, the responses you gave before, um, you mentioned really asking folks about sort of why blockchain and why stacks. And I'd love to hear from all these interviews and conversations that you're having, um, what seem to be the key takeaways uh, for why folks are choosing stacks? I would say like the the um, the first bite is usually around like Bitcoin, right? It's like a lot of the founders, they believe in Bitcoin. Um, and also I would say it's about what the accelerator provides. So like the, the, the community, um, we, we did a lot of actually even cold outreach to a lot of founders, like, and we, and we just started with a conversation with them. We explained them the benefits of stacks and that we as stacks accelerator are like their, um, supporter and that like, we want to help them raise money. We want to help them be successful. We want to give them a community of other founders and mentors. I think that 
it was a combination of um, people who were already sold on stacks, maybe like a third were already sold on stacks. And actually we took a lot from people who had already been the community received grants. That's a huge positive signal for us. Um, if you're, if you can receive a grant before like every cohort, we're going to look at everyone who received a grant and we're just going to like talk to them about their plan to make it a business and, and that kind of thing. And that's a, uh, kind of a front row seat with us. And the second thing was like a lot of people on the edges who they were into Bitcoin, they were hesitant about proof of stake and they wanted to do stuff related to Bitcoin and quite a few people who were very informed, you know. I was surprised, but they hadn't gone that deep into Stacks. And then we talked to them and it was a combination of Stacks and what we could offer. And then there was a third group of people, another third who like really had no idea about Stacks, but we reached out, we talked about the Excel, we talked about the vows of Stacks and like, oh, this sounds great. Like I'd love to, to do this. And part of the reason we're able to get the founders who even had known nothing about Stacks is because when we invest in them, we don't offer any anti-competitive clause in our contract. When we invest, we don't say you can't build on Ethereum, you can't build another platform, and we and that we did that because we want to get the best founders. We don't want to have any um, sticking point that they're going to even have to think about. And so I wouldn't be doing this if I didn't know that Stacks was the best. And I know like that they're that I'm going to tell them like, hey, like there's you don't have to build Stacks, but we're going to teach you all about Stacks. We're going to let you learn about it, and we'll let you make your own decision. And then like everyone decides to use Stacks. Because like the more you learn about it, like the more you're like, wow, that's great. And then that's amazing. And then I can't believe this. And then like, there's so many experiences like that where this, the whole depth of the tech stack and the, the decisions that the team has made around architecting the, the platform is incredible. So it's like, the, the hard part is like getting them started. But once we get people started, it's like our job is so easy because we just have an amazing product, an amazing technology. And so our, my job is pretty easy at that point. Very cool. Thank you. Um, so I'm curious for anyone who's interested in getting involved in the Stacks Accelerator, checking it out, um, what's the best place to, to go and um, what should folks be looking for? Yeah, so they can go to stacks.ac and that's our website. You can also check out our teams at stacks.ac slash teams. You can follow us on Twitter. I'm at TO on Twitter. Um, you can follow our uh, accelerator Twitter at Stacks Startups, and um, you can also sign up on our website to receive notification for us when the new program launches. We're in the Stacks Discord. Just get at me anywhere, anytime, any place. I'm here, and I'm love to talk to founders about what they're trying to build. And you know, um, we're happy to help people no matter what their stage is. If you're too early for the accelerator. You know, we'd love to still help you and, and give you advice and feedback on ways that you can um, improve your business. And I hope that we can just add value to as many people in this community. Absolutely. And there are lots of folks that are enthusiastically talking in Discord and finding teams and connecting. Um, so definitely folks should, should go to those places. All right. Um, last question before I let you go. Um, you've sort of since returning to, to Stacks and really growing the Stacks Accelerator, you've done a lot of work really evangelizing and sort of explaining what Stacks is. Um, and I'm curious, you know, if you could let the world know one thing about Stacks and, and this project, um, what would it be? Yeah, that's such a hard question because there's so much depth to cover, right? But I would say that for me, for me, for me, the headshot is that like Ethereum doesn't scale. It needs layer twos to scale anyway. 
why not just build on stacks on top of Bitcoin? Like Bitcoin is the best settlement layer, the most rock solid. If you if you can't even scale on Ethereum, like why not use the better technology and the and the more reliable uh, decentralized blockchain, Bitcoin? All right. Well, thank you so much, Trevor. It's been a pleasure to have you. Um, and that's a wrap for this week's Sacra Chat. So thanks everyone for watching. And um, if you enjoyed the show, please subscribe to the Stacks channel to be notified when the next one goes live. Um, definitely check out stacks.co for more info on Stacks and stacks.ac for more info on the Stacks Accelerator. All right. Thanks again, everyone, and see you next week.